Eper se mueve. I always say mueve. I know it's not right. Eper se mueve. I say mueve, but that's because I took Spanish, but this is Italian, so. Eper se mueve. And yet it moves. I sound like Joey Triviani trying to speak French. <laughs> Nestle. <laughs> Nestle, tu la usa. I'm sure our listeners will be very disappointed. I'm recording. I'm recording as well. I'm just going <laughs> to let everybody know how good I am at speaking Italian. Italian. Not good. We're not good. Not great. Uh, welcome, guys. guys. We can only be good at so many things. It's really difficult. I'm welcome. having to find new things to not be good at just so I make other people feel better. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree. Oh. I need to tone down my excessive talent. Yeah, it's tough, man. Just got I'm clearly to- joking. Hopefully that's a clear joke. <laughs> Welcome to Winging It, the West Wing podcast. <laughs> my name is Andrea. And I'm Sally. And I'm not good at that many things. <laughs> She's not good at many things. She is good at podcasting, though. And we are going I to... hope so. Yeah, I hope so, too. We're going to talk about... Uh, <laughs> This episode that we've been practicing how to say. <laughs> this episode. To no avail. Epercy. To literally no avail. And yet it moves is what it means. So there's your fun fact for the day. And this is. Epercy move way. I love it. Our dear friend Pam even sent us like a spelled out how to say it. And thanks Pam, but I still can't do it. <laughs> and I'm really sorry, everyone. She's. Epercy move way. The whole episode Pam is going to be such us good care trying to pronounce it. No, really. not in my head you. like it's every time i'm not talking in my head i'm just going to be trying to say i got in trouble in fifth i don't know i got in trouble in fifth grade once for trying to pronounce sacajuia over and over before a test because i was afraid i was going to spell it wrong <laughs> fun fact okay so we're going to talk oh, about this man. episode today season five episode yeah. which number is this do you remember like 16 mm. maybe 16 oh i got it right perfect yeah. Let's uh let's do a little singing to get Sally in the West yep. Wing headspace and then we will proceed <laughs> with caution. Now I went to karaoke last night, so if I sound particularly warmed up or particularly hoarse, I'm blaming it on that. Why didn't I sing the West Wing theme song? I should have kept the book. That would have been great <laughs> and added those words like that YouTube video. That's still my Could favorite you guys thing. Go to next time you're at karaoke. Can you guys request the West Wing theme song and just do a promo for our podcast? I feel like it's a totally make, normal. Yeah, make up your own words. Request. Yeah, maybe we'll write one as a jingle yeah, for ourselves. Absolutely. Why don't we put our own words to it? Okay, done. All right, life goals in order. Perfect. So let us Next let us project. talk about this episode. Sally, do you would you like to regale us with a TikTok? Sure. Um, Big Bird comes to the White House. Yes. And that is pretty much all I remember. <laughs> We've already lost new listeners. So, I can just feel no. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no there's a lot going on in this episode and there's there's some good setup for some future episodes uh let's see okay so we're we're sort of we've got a storyline revolving around ellie bartlett who is a research assistant at this lab that she's doing research on hpv and 
there's some drama going on because a Republican congresswoman has found out that that she might or that lab might have been given preferential treatment and like there's this list of all the labs that are getting certain money and they're arguing about why are we spending money here instead of there. Anyway, for the TikTok version, there's drama, there's Lots scandal it. around it. And obviously President Bartlett is upset that Ellie is involved. Hopping um, them. Or that people have drug Ellie into right. this. So that's going on. They're trying to figure out who who's responsible for that, who leaked the list, all that stuff is going on. So Ooh, big time. <laughs> Other things that are happening is that uh, the first lady, uh, Abby Bartlett, is practicing medicine again, and that's or that was in the last episode, but that's causing issues. And so in this episode, CJ is trying to help her revamp her image or or figure out a way to to speak directly to the public and like you know smooth things over, I guess. What? And the result is that they bring the Muppets to the White and House. And what better way than with Muppets? Absolutely right. Yeah, so that's really fun. Uh, Ryan the intern is missing, which is fine. <laughs> Nobody and knows. And Josh is trying to get a friend of his from law school confirmed as a judge on a circuit court. And there's some, not drama, but he's he's dealing with some things around that. And that's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, those, are, those are like the big things, yeah. right? Because Toby's dealing with the list. CJ had... CJ, yeah. Oh, CJ's man is there. CJ had to cancel yeah. lunch with Ben. We'll talk more about that as well. And, yeah. uh... Oh, that was a lot of info. Yeah, there's there's a lot to explain. But I think you guys remember this one by now, right? If we just say CJ and Big Bird, you're like, yeah, I'm yeah, cracking. Yeah, since I've just talked about it yeah. for three minutes, <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, so. so what were our general thoughts on the episode, Sally? Uh, I like this episode. I think... I think they're starting to find the groove again mm-hmm. a little bit. I think it had some actual humorous moments, which in the past few episodes I've mentioned I felt were a little lacking, but I actually wrote up several lines down from this one that made me laugh out loud, mostly involving Toby. And the LOL'd. Yeah. And so I thought that was good that humor was back, but there's also tension and drama and we cared or I cared more about these storylines than I have um in a, in the majority of this season mm-hmm. so I thought some of it was a little overcomplicated. not that, like I couldn't understand it but that like it just could have been there was almost too much detail especially with the the list storyline there was just a lot going on there uh but I enjoyed the whodunit kind of thing there were a couple twists in this episode yes so I liked it overall. Did you? Yeah, I did. I thought that it was interesting. I thought all of the storylines were interesting. Um, I think the part that I liked the yeah. least about it was the stuff with Ben and CJ. So if we want to start somewhere, yeah. I'm down with that. Well, it's it's basically, okay. yeah. I, I mean, mostly just because I don't care about Ben. I don't even really remember yeah. where this goes I... with her. <laughs> I don't either, and I, yeah, I, I agree totally. Even even with, um, oh, what's his name, the reporter that we just met. Oh, uh, Greg There Brock. was more chemistry in that, like, yeah, there, were, there was more chemistry in that. There was. One little scene than there is in this whole episode with Ben, I thought. And, like, Danny is so much more charismatic. I just, I just don't buy it. I, it's, it's felt oddly written to me because I just don't, like, I, CJ doesn't seem into him, and then she is, and it's, like, when Toby asks her, do you like him? And she's like, really? (laughs) 
That's how I felt. I was like, I agree with Toby. Oh, really? Man. Do you like it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I love when she says that Koi is a bad color on her. I'm totally going to steal that line. Yeah. I'm totally going to use it. Yeah. Um, and then that scene where she just goes, she finally sees him after however many years and however many weeks of playing right. phone tag. And she just says that she's all in, kind of like Luke Danes and Gilmore Girls. Shout out to Luke. Um, <laughs> yeah. But how cringeworthy and kind of hilarious is that? Just to say, like, hey, I'm all in. It I don't was... know if that's what you want, but... <laughs> I, it was. It was. She yeah. definitely put the cart before the horse, which I guess in her, yeah, time frame, that's what she has to do. But it's yeah. also really awkward and funny when the first lady forces you to DTR in front of your undefined relational <laughs> romantic interest. Define the relationship <laughs> Who if you, you don't know what that CJ? means. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. So, sometimes you need an Abby Bartlett to ask that. It's helpful. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I don't like dislike been or anything I just I just am not sold 100% I just am not intrigued you know yeah um, wait so she's got better options those are my feelings although I yeah the, 100% the only other part that I did like is when CJ and Toby have that exchange in the hallway where she tells him that she wrecked it he was like is that a record yeah she said personal best just for how quickly <laughs> yeah. and and I liked her, the perfume comments. So she puts on a lot of perfume and Toby comments on it and then Leo comments on it. Mm. Leo says, like, my piano teacher used to wear that. And then he, like, turns away and is like, but not as much. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, so I, I liked that little part of it. But that's what I mean. Like, that little glimpse of her, like, putting on perfume and, like, prettying herself up, that's, like, the most interested she seemed in him. That's, like, the most, you know, we've seen from her in regards to this, except for the phone call at the end of the other episode. But so I just wasn't sold. I wasn't convinced. It seems like she's more interested in a boyfriend rather than him as yeah. her boyfriend. You know I what agree. I'm saying? Or she's seems just like, like well, stressed right, at work. I might as well settle down. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than like, oh, this guy's really compelling. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's here. Right. He's on my call sheet. Yep. Um, call Greg Brock. I'm just Agreed. saying. And I did like that Toby gave her advice and said, you know, if it's broken, like go fix it. But then he like very quickly yeah. leaves the conversation before it gets too personal. <laughs> He's like, that's all I got. Yeah. So I thought Toby was great in this episode. I mean, Every episode. Yes. But, oh, we have yeah. to have to play this very short audio clip. I'm sorry, but can we really justify spending $800,000 on a biocultural approach to the study of female sexual fantasy and genital arousal? How can we afford not to? So, <laughs> I just, I love those moments. There are some great moments similar to that with Leo in this episode. Yeah, I agree. Toby and Leo had had the best, like, one-liners in this episode for me. Mm-hmm. And very, they're back to that very uh, dry delivery yes. and just sort of slipping the jokes in. They're not making a big show of the right. jokes, yep. which is what the West Wing is best at. Mm. So I think that's why I enjoyed it the most. Yes. Uh, more than I have in a while. We get Leo betting with Josh on whether, you know, yes. taking a bet on whether or not it's a, a trivial pursuit trying to get this... Uh, Kind of referendum uh -huh. on the Sixth Circuit Court. And then we've got Leo talking about executive decrees, making jokes about those. It was just, yeah, it was just nice to see a softer side of Leo when he didn't have to be so commanding. Yeah, I agree. Josh and the Sixth Circuit? Well, yeah, I liked this storyline. 
Did you like this storyline? I did. I felt like it was really, I thought it was a really interesting issue to focus on. And I liked seeing Josh mm-hmm. really go after it for ideological yep. reasons. Um, right. Yeah. That's what I liked the most, I think. And Donna, Donna said something about, oh, you're just like getting riled up about this because it's the only guy you're impressed by and you want to impress him or something like that. And that, and that is definitely part of it. That's definitely the beginning, but it's fun to see him get excited about something again. Uh, not again. It's not like he hasn't been, but that's when it's fun to watch is when they're sort of pumped up. And I think it lays great groundwork for the Supremes. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's an interesting debate. And then yeah, I don't know. So I, I enjoyed watching Josh get excited about it and get sort of like, why can't we, why can't we like reform how we do this? And why can't we change how the government runs essentially? And, you know, that kind of thing. Um, he's got his big ideals. Yeah, and it was, uh, I liked it, the whole storyline. I feel like Donna has been really mm-hmm. salty to Josh for a long time now. I feel like yeah. there this the scene or the episode where Amy Gardner asks Donna if she loves Josh was so long ago and that nothing has happened since then that I barely remember yeah. it happening. Which is fine. They can <laughs> yeah. they can do that, but it just feels yeah. like she's been very well, I think it curt does, with him. She has been, and I think it does have something or a lot to do with the few times, a, a couple times we've seen her be short and sassy and curt with him is, are the times when, like, he gives Ryan some sort of responsibility yeah, when or she just feels shortchanged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that is good storytelling because it, it pays off in the end and it really underlines that she might not be as happy as she used to be doing these things for him. Yeah. So. I just missed that, so, that, yeah. that light kind of banter that they had. You know, in the old yeah, days. Yeah, I agree. He did, Josh did have a funny line. He's trying to get in to see Leo, and he said something like, tell Margaret I can talk fast so I don't actually take up any measurable time mm-hmm. or something like that, and that was funny. Yeah. He was really, he had a, fun, a lot of little, like, one-liner things um, in this yeah. episode. So, Josh is keeping it 100. Um, Ryan is MIA. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. <laughs> he had a good episode last episode. So. He did have a good episode last episode. Uh, yeah, Ryan's MIA. And then Donna and Josh talking about, or him, ta- you know, she's her saying something about, he stole your girlfriend in college, and Josh is like, nuh-uh. Yeah, I bowed out like that, a gentleman. You know, so that was kind of funny. Yeah. It was a, yeah, it was a, he got defensive about that. A which fun, fun personal side. Uh, things that yeah. were interesting... I did like the way that the whole episode unfolded. I liked the yep. Rena look, doing a Google search. Shout out to Google. Doing a Google search to figure out the NIH list and comparing it with the, oh, what was the name of it? The Traditional Values Alliance and figuring all that stuff out. I did not, however, <laughs> like her use of shizzle and you rock, which <laughs> clearly yeah. Toby didn't like either. Yeah. Yeah, it well, yeah, Toby didn't like it either, but it did it just felt like felt like they were trying to force that part of the character, I guess, for me. Yeah. But I guess she was on it for more know. than 5 episodes, <laughs> which is which is what I told yeah. Richard she was on. Um 
Yeah, but it was very intriguing, to, you know, and Toby says we can't put our pieces on the board until we know what game we're playing. So I just like that everybody's yeah. on a very intentional hunt. Everybody's trying to figure something out and uh, and they're all on a very quick deadline. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I liked the mystery of the list storyline all the way throughout because, so we can just go ahead and talk about that. So essentially we find out at first we think that they've gotten this list from um the oh man i can't remember the name of that right-wing group the traditional values alliance yes yeah yeah and we find out that those lists don't match so it must have been leaked by somebody in the administration Mm -hmm. then toby goes to will and thinks it was will so like that is a twist at first yeah oh snap will leaked it and then at the end of the episode will goes to talk to the vice president yes that was great and we find out yeah i thought that was great i thought that was great because well for a lot of reasons one it was just we don't really get like twist endings like that i mean unless unless i'm just crazy and everyone else knew that that's where it was going but it's not a thing that the west wing really does that often Mm -hmm. so that was kind of fun and I just liked, Will, you know, Will left a job with the president to come do this. Yeah, and I think sort of him. seeing him, <laughs> yeah, sort of seeing him be let down by that decision and be like, uh, that's not okay. I think that's an interesting twist on it. Yeah, it's finally we're able to see him not uh, heralding his choice to leave the president. You know, he's had yeah. to be so, he's had to have such a stiff upper lip and be so scrappy mm-hmm. to try to keep up with the, you know, the the actual inner circle of the administration now that he's on the VP team. So, yeah, yeah I liked that we got to see that kind of uh, beginning of an arc for his character as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, so that was fun. Yeah, it was nice to see something new from Will. Um, I uh, also really enjoyed Ellie in this episode. Yes. And the president. I loved their their scenes together. Uh, I like her more in this episode. She's been in a few episodes since she was introduced, but I liked her more in this episode than her introductory episode. Uh, I just thought, I thought the conflict was more relatable, sort of. That I, I liked that the president was like, you know, she didn't ask for this. Like, she mm. didn't, she never ran for office. She never sought out office. Like, yeah. why does she have to... Why does she have to go through all this, all that stuff? I like that she then comes in and says, like, I'm sorry all this is happening. And you can tell the president's like, are you apologizing to me? Like, I should be apologizing to you. And right. it's just, I thought that was a more interesting dynamic than uh, if, for people who've been listening and have listened to the episode where Ellie is introduced, I, I didn't love the dynamic of just, like, she felt unloved, sort of. Um, and I like... I like this dynamic a little bit better. That she just isn't, she wasn't, she's not seeking out politics. She didn't want to be in the public eye. Yeah. That kind of thing. I think that's a good dynamic. I still, she's still my favorite Bartlett daughter. I just, I don't know. I I liked her. I liked her a lot in this episode. I liked her first episode and this one. I don't know. It just felt like there, there's so much, I mean, uh, what's her name? Uh, Zoe has, yeah, Zoe has a very meaty storyline obviously that mm-hmm. has really huge implications yeah. and uh, and right. she does have the charlie relationship but i feel like there's so much meat to ellie's character that yeah i i don't know i think there's a lot to work with there so i always i felt like immediately invested whenever she's there more than when when zoe's there but that's just 
It's just personal opinion. So, um, yeah. it's fun how, but it's, that's, I mean, that's one of the great things about the show. This is going to sound so cheesy, but like, it is fun how different people are drawn to different characters and relate more with different characters. I mean, that's how it should be mm. because that just shows that all of the characters are, are, have different dimensions and mm. have different things that resonate with different people. So also, can we just, yeah. can we take a moment to acknowledge, she said that she would, if she had known she was going to be on TV, she would have blow dried her hair. And there's no way <laughs> that she did not blow dry her hair when it was look. it was looked yeah. so good. And then later her yeah. hair was really yeah. straight and it looked <laughs> so good. So there was no way that that was like, yeah. oh, I woke up like this, Beyonce. Right. No, you didn't. Yeah. Um, no. But no. she, yeah, she's beautiful. I liked when Bartlett was talking about the yes. grant applications when he was like hopping mad. And he said, have you seen these grant applications? Yeah. We're lucky Einstein didn't have to <laughs> fill one out. Otherwise, God knows what E, e would have equaled. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. And there were, there was just uh, a lot of good I like when he, I like when he, yeah, well, and I liked when he was getting riled up when, um, Toby and Josh were and CJ were like walking to meet him in the Oval Office and we could hear him yelling off screen. Yeah. And Toby said like, I'd be yelling too. Uh, I thought that was, I mean, that's just so in character for him. Obviously he's so super protective of his daughters. Mm. So. Babies come with hats. Hearing, hearing him yell down the hall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Leo too is like, oh gosh, not the daughters. No, just not the daughters. He's going to be asking for the launch codes. (laughs) yeah exactly i thought that was great oh yeah (laughs) and then like the muppets i mean we can't there's what's more delightful than the west wing and muppets maybe like the west wing and hansen but i I, just like you know i just sort of am torn about it really because yeah well i mean i like it like in actuality, I guess. I don't know. It feels like such a... Okay, there's two things about it that are weird to me. Obviously, it's it's fun to watch. But for the first first thing that's weird to me is that it feels weird to involve, like, a real-life thing. Because, you know, when they go on other talk shows or when they go on other things, it are, it's things that are like our real-world things. Mm-hmm. But it's not... Like, it's... I mean, unless I'm crazy, it's not like every time they're like, well, we're going to go on Good Morning America or go on whatever. So having it be something that is a real life thing and have them say like, I want you to go on the Muppets. Did you <laughs> want her to, just a little like. Did you want her to go on like the Fluppets where it's like the knockoff yeah, brand well, of no, Muppets? Yeah, no, I didn't. Like <laughs> that would have been just as bad too. But even if they just made up like a kid's morning show, I don't know. I Well, that probably wouldn't have worked. But you know what I mean? Yeah, it was just I do. odd to like, because then for whatever reason, it just made me then I started thinking about them as actors. Like, it just made right. me think it, of, like, real-world things. I was just like, okay, here's world. Alice and Janney and, Bill, and Big Bird. Yeah. Right. Uh, so maybe it was so like, that was just a little bit odd. Maybe it was, like, Sweeps Week. You know how they do that during Sweeps? Right. Where they That's the other thing promos. I was going to say is that it felt like such a stunt. Like, I wonder if they felt ridiculous talking to the Muppets. and so, I mean, I'm sure they did, and I'm sure they thought it was cool. And, like, they pulled it off as well as they could have, and obviously – I thought the scene with Elmo is hilarious. I think mm. Elmo's funny. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was fun. And obviously the CJ Big Bird thing is like super iconic. And the Big Bird jokes were top notch. <laughs> yes. From Charlie. And yeah. Um, I, so I thought that was great. But it did feel a little bit like a little bringing on, you know, when shows bring on 
new babies <laughs> instead of yeah like when things die down like on the Cosby show and full house and stuff like bringing on a new a new child it felt sort of like that a little bit to me but it was delightful so I can just like suspend those things you know yeah totally <laughs> just the image of CJ and yeah. Big Bird enough was helped me improve my mood greatly this afternoon right uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I thought Elmo was so funny being like, didn't you suspend your, didn't you stop practicing medicine or something like yes. that? Didn't you, you have your license? license? <laughs> and it's like, all this laughter is not instilling confidence in Elmo. Yes, totally. That was funny. So I mean, Elmo's cute. just funny. I mean, how are you going to hate on Elmo? He's so. a funny dude, you know? He, he's, yep. he gets tickled he's a funny all day. Dude. <laughs> um, so I thought it was fun, and it was cute. I liked at the end, that, that whole part was cute, and then I liked at the end when they were watching it, and CJ came up to, to Dr. Bartlett, and she was, and, she, and Dr. Bartlett said something like, I can handle whatever comes right. my way, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, so I thought that was, that was neat. That was a good way to wrap it up for me, but. Yeah, it was nice to see her kind of soften a bit, and also to see that El- yeah. Ellie wanted to get CJ's help, and she stepped up and yeah. was brave and made a statement. So. Yeah, I loved that. And I loved I loved uh, Dr. Bartlett watching Ellie give that speech. You could just see, she doesn't say anything, but you could just see how proud she is mm-hmm. in that scene. The only part that felt so a I little, that a lot. the only part that felt a little weird to me was when Ellie and Debbie Federer, Federer had an exchange and yeah. they were talking about her sister and how her sister apparently passed away from cervical cancer and... Debbie said that she heard they were working on a vaccine and at in the moment yeah. you kind of thought it was going to be this like touching moment like thank you for your work or like or whatever but she said like work harder or work faster or like keep work faster I think um and yeah. it just had like a weird tone because she said it and she walked away but it and then even Ellie's face as she was walking away, it was a little bit like, I don't really know what to do with that. I don't know. It, I, I just wonder like really? what, yeah. I just kind of wonder if there was like a different take that they might've used, yes. you know, like that was oh, a little more heartfelt. Well, I had a, a different take on it. First of all, I don't see, I think that's as heartfelt as Debbie can get. Maybe. Um, maybe I so. think her, I think her delivery of like work harder was meant to, was meant to be like, a, keep going. a thank you. Yeah. It was meant to, yeah, it was meant to be a, a, I'm saying work harder, but what I'm really saying right. is I appreciate what you're doing so much. Yeah. Um, and I think my takeaway from Ellie's reaction was, you know, she's surrounded by all this hoopla about the politics of it, and this just this insanity going on, I'm sure. And she was, you know, she was at the in the White House, like, trying to get her work done. She couldn't get her work done and, like, all this stuff. So she's just feeling like, why am I not why am I doing this but like all this mess is this worth it kind of thing and then she has that one moment she's like oh yeah like this is Mm -hmm. why I'm doing this who cares about all the hoopla like I just have to put my head down and do my work and then she goes off and gives the speech so Mm -hmm. because she is just reminded no wait this is important I am right Mm -hmm. this is what I should be doing so I thought it was a, a I don't know. I thought it was a kind of a touching moment. I think it is as, as tender as Debbie can get. It's it's as tender <laughs> as a gambling alpaca farmer can, can <laughs> right. get at any given time. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there was that. And shout out to the Shakespeare reference, A Pound of Flesh. Just want you guys to know that we've read yep. Shakespeare. Uh, your, your SAT <laughs> um, word is bloviate. 
Thanks, Will Bailey. <laughs> I also love um, Toby sits down with Barbara Layton, who is the congresswoman who has the list. Mm-hmm. And I just love Cherry Jones as that actress. Yeah. Her voice. I could just listen to her talk forever. Maybe she has she- that like deep, like... I don't know, but I just love her, and I, so I thought that was fun. She should, yeah, definitely narrate some audiobooks. I would listen to that. Well, and she sort of gave Toby the the hint of the leak because she said, like, she said something like, there are a lot of people that care about this, prominent people on both sides. You'd be surprised. And, like, the right. way she delivered it was meant to be, like, hey, check somebody your high up yeah. <laughs> is done this. Right, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Is behind it, yeah. So mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of a covert threat mm. i don't know i liked her a lot i mean i like that actress a lot so it was fun yep and then i guess we yeah this leads into the next episode which so at the end of the episode yes. josh is ready to make all these changes in the <laughs> sixth circuit and then we lose a supreme womp, i know womp. i love that i just like squealed in excitement over that supreme <laughs> yeah Court justice dying. Like, Hooray. oops He's sorry <laughs> So next up, we've got the Supremes, not uh, Diana Ross, just it's her here. girl group. It, it is here. You love this episode, apparently. Um, I, I love this episode, and we've been talking about it for a long time. It's like a redeeming episode for season five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we have an MVP for this episode? This was really a, a, a team episode, I felt like. It was. Like, I don't know that anybody had a crazy... I mean, I would probably say Elmo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Honestly. I um, think we're just being really serious. I'm going to No, I don't know. Josh. I didn't have anybody. I feel that, like Josh surprisingly okay. does not get the MVPs very often. For as much as, much as, as we as love him. As much as you considering we both love Josh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Much um, as we love that him, just shows him. that we're impartial and totally logical, See? everyone. Come on now. So, I really I I really it. don't know that I could pick. I mean, Josh makes sense, but Okay, I'll just jokingly say Elmo because I just didn't think anybody really won the episode for me. Okay. Maybe Ellie. I thought she, I liked, I'll say Ellie. That sounds good. She, she's not going to get to be Ellie, MVP. Ellie, Ellie, so. hey, hey. Cool. <laughs> All right, well, next up is the Supremes. And if you have thoughts or feelings yeah, on this episode or any other West Wing related uh, milieu, feel free to email us at thewestwingpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Winging It Pod. And that's all we have to say, folks. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.